What's up guys? You are on the air and off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha. And today we're coming at you with week three of our October spooky sesh. And this week's episode is the slasher sesh. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite slasher slash horror books and movies. Yes, and then some of these we haven't read yet, but are on our to-be-read list. Yes. Um, and some of these actually just came out, and I'm hoping that they don't scare the pants off me and I can read them again. Yeah, she'll, she'll, probably, she'll probably call me and be like, oh why? God, what is happening to me? Like I can't go to work because I'm scared. <laughs> it's four o'clock in the morning. Get off the phone! <laughs> happened before i mean it's fine it's we're fine (laughs) are we i don't know no no uh there's a podcast up and coming that uh will prove that i'm not fine (laughs) spooky season is my favorite season and these are all of my favorite things to talk about because i love being scared even though like when i get scared i will cry i will go to haunted houses and i will cry because i'm so terrified do you like crying no. I just like being scared. <laughs> well, if it makes you cry, why would you like being scared? I don't know. I'm so confused. I hate, hate, hate being scared. It makes me jumpy. It makes me paranoid. And I'll be sitting at work, like, every little creak and every person that comes up, I'm like, <gasps> like, jumping around, looking behind me, acting crazy. And everyone's like, what is wrong with you? You're acting ridiculous. And I'm like, they're True. coming after me. They're going to get me. It's fine. <laughs> It's not fine. That's the problem. I I do not have the constitution to be a horror fan. I don't. And it and it really honestly it's sounds just... hypocritical because of what I read on a normal basis. You are. You're such a hypocrite. Get out of here. <laughs> because I do enjoy a little more odd things than normal. Yeah. I just cannot get behind the paranormal horror i just can't it just does something to my psyche and it's just not acceptable i don't know so what is your first item book slash movie slash to be read movie slash to be read this is actually to be read and it stinks because like this is my fault because that's the kind of reader that i am samantha's a really fast reader and she can just like bust a book out a day which i used to be able to do truth and now I'm like, something happened to me, and I'm so slow. She got struck by lightning. It was really tragic. <laughs> just, she just came back a different person. Yeah. <laughs> but There's like, a no-return policy, but. <laughs> like, I never got the same Bethan back. Yeah. I don't even like, want to hang out with this Bethan like, anymore. Take it away. It's just because it's a constant fight to get me to read something. What have I not read yet? Vanishing Girls? So many things. Oh my gosh, yeah. Every time you send, I'll send you books and then you'll send me books and we'll, we both know. Like, yeah. it's probably going to be like pulling teeth to get it to happen unless randomly I just pick it up and read it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just I lose attention so fast and because I'm such a busy runaround person, I just don't have like time. I don't know. I have so many excuses as to why I cannot start and finish a book in a timely manner. So I've had this book checked out on Overdrive 20 times. And every time I go to read it, it's expired and I have to put it on hold again. And when I get it, I'm not ready to read it. But it is called, it's brand new too. It just came out and it's called, uh, and I've been waiting. Like I've been tracking it since it 
was decided to, like, before it was going to be published. Who are you? I know, and I was so hyped about it, and now I still haven't read it. Whatever, it's fine. And so it is a clown in a cornfield, mm-hmm. and the cover is literally the face of this hideous, horrifying clown stamped out into, like, a cornfield maze, and it looks genius. So it's by Adam, I think it's Cesare, and it's a young adult book, so... You know, holla at all you young adults. See, I'm scared of clowns. I, eh, I don't care about them. It's fine. Ugh. It seems like this book is like more of a gore fest, which is yeah. what we're looking for. Yes. Um, which I can get behind a slasher better than I can get behind like some demon chasing you down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> the grudge popping out from oh, the ceiling God, tile things. Oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna be freaked. Oh quit! <laughs> now I'm gonna like look at the ceiling every like there's a black spot in the ceiling. but the synopsis says that Quinn Maybrook and her father have moved to a tiny boring Kettle Springs to find a fresh start but what they don't know is that ever since the Bay Pen Corn Syrup Factory shut down Kettle Springs has cracked in half on one side are the adults who are desperate to make Kettle Springs great again and on the other side are the kids who want to have fun make prank videos and get out of Kettle Springs as quick as they can Kettle Springs is caught in a battle between old and new, tradition and progress. It's a fight that looks like it will destroy the town until Frendo, the bay pin mascot, a creepy clown in a pork pie hat, goes homicidal and decides that the only way for Kettle Springs to grow to yeah, to grow back is to cull the rotten crop of kids who live there now. So it's just literally this crazy clown who goes murder crazy and wipes out all these kids. It sounds and like an off-brand it. Does it? Yes. It is like an interdimensional monster, though. Right. But it, like, takes the form of a clown and then kills all these kids. Yes, but it feeds off of their... Fears. Fears. This yeah. guy's just crazy. Him, him just crazy. Him's just had a bad day. Yeah, it's alright. It's not his fault <laughs> okay. that he's murdering people. He's just tired. He's napped. Just kidding. We do not condone that. Don't murder. do that. You, you, there's no reason to be homicidal after you're, when you're tired. I mean, yeah. you feel like you want to be... I mean, sometimes I'm a little homicidal when I wake up and I'm really thirsty, but... Thirsty? I don't act I feel like you, you get up and you're like... I do. I get so so mad if there's not water, like, right beside me. I will, like, borderline cry. What? Because I'm, like, so thirsty. Poor Nolan. And then I'll, like, (laughs) stick my head under the sink and I'll be like, glug, 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 glug. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You need to drink more water throughout the day, it sounds like. I do. I literally don't drink an ounce of water throughout the day. I am an unhealthy. That's no bueno. I'm just like, my body is coffee, that's all. (laughs) That's not good. I sweat coffee. I sweat coffee. Wow. Okay, fair enough. I love coffee too, but I don't love it that much. That's not true. (laughs) My first book, which Bethann mentioned um, before we started recording, is it's called There Is Somebody, There Is Somebody Inside Your House, and it's by Stephanie Perkins. Um... This is actually going to become a, I think it's a movie on Netflix, which I'm really excited for. Um, I read this about a year ago, so I don't remember all of the details. I just remember. You read it a year ago? Really good. Yeah. I did not know that. I should have asked you a long time ago. Was this on my TV read as well? Yes. So the synopsis is, 
Makani Young is still adjusting to her new life in the small town of Osborne, one year after her parents sent her away from Hawaii to live with her grandmother in rural Nebraska. Though she befriends a few friends and even flirts with a romantic interest at Osborne High, she is still haunted by the secrets of her past life. Some time later, the students at her school die in a series of gruesome murders. As the terror grows closer and the hunt intensifies for the killer, the dark secrets of the past will finally be revealed. Oh, intense. It's almost like that one show you were talking about last episode where um, you were saying that... The person gets the call and says, I'm inside your house. And like, oh, yeah, it when a stranger and, calls. Oh, when a stranger calls, that's right. And yeah. then, like, the FBI are like, they're in your house. <laughs> yeah, so this doesn't really honestly take place, like, in somebody's house the entire time. Oh. So I think it's like, just, I think the title is just based on one of, like, the murders or something like that. So the title's 100 million percent misleading? Yes. Kind of. It's it's a twist. It's a twist book. What would how many out of five stars would you give it? I would give it four stars. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to keep it on my list then because I thought the characters could have been more interesting, but so it's like, but it seems like there were a lot of characters. Yeah, there's like um, I think there's like six or seven main people. There's one main character, but there's like seven stories. Hmm. Kind of. Yeah, you know, that sounds good. I'm gonna have to read it. It's good. I'm gonna have to read everything. I'll give you a list of books. It's gonna take me eighty years to read. You have a year. If you don't complete it, (laughs) I have a year. You're fired. Oh no! Welcome to Off the Books with Samantha. I'm Samantha. (laughs) And there is no Bethany. There's no Bethany to speak of. She's fired. (laughs) Okay, so the second book that I have down is actually like a. What do I want to? What do you want to call it? It it's called the Teenage Slasher Movie Book. So this is just like a book talking about different slasher movies, giving you recommendations uh, of different books that you can read, different movies that you That's can cool. watch. It's almost like the dictionary and or thing like that you go and look it up to find the what you guide. Need. To yeah, horror. the guide exactly. And um, so this is um got different artwork it says it's got reviews of the best and the worst slasher movies um it's totally completely illustrated um and so it says it says it boasts that it's um a comprehensive guide to one of the most reviled but successful movie subgenres, which is the slasher movie so if you're looking for some things that we possibly haven't said in this podcast this is probably something that you'd want to look up and i do believe we have this so if you're interested in looking up some other things, because what I did notice is doing some research for this podcast is that there aren't a lot of books yeah. pertaining to, I mean, we did find some, but there's not as many as you would think. There are definitely more movies that are slasher slasher-esque. Yeah. Yeah. So I recommend that if you're looking for like a slasher sesh yourself. You want to plan out like this. Yeah. Hashtag read moment of the slasher sesh. Yeah. I had had this like period of like two months where I was addicted to like, it was after I read the natural series. 
I was like, a good series. I know. Never like, we literally say it. it in every podcast. I know. <laughs> you guys better read this it. This is what this. started the podcast. We're on though. like episode eight like million now. Yeah. <laughs> you better be reading it. If you haven't picked it up yet, you just need to. Yeah. It is. It just hits. It just pushes every single button. It really does. And you have to read the whole series in its entirety. You can't stop at just yeah. one because everything has its own unique perspective. It's yeah, so and you'll never good. get closure if you don't read all of them. I really don't have anything bad to say about it. The only qualm that I have about it is that I want more. Yes, same. They need to continue. Yeah, I want to know more about um, some of the characters. Mm-hmm. So, but like after I read tangent. this series, I got addicted to. Um, like YA serial killer books and there's like hardly any of those kind of YA books so I read um, I forget what it was called but it was um, it was a YA series where basically there I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil this book okay there was a car wreck this girl and her family were driving to this place that they were moving and they got into a car wreck because they were driving. They had to move because um, they had gone through, like, this serial killer situation in their hometown. So they were like, well, we don't want to be in our house anymore, so we want to move. And, I, well, I'm not going to tell you all the details, so maybe you'll still read it. But anyway, they were driving, and they wrecked. And then... I'm trying not to ruin it. Okay, I was just going to ruin it. Okay. So, the, gr- <laughs> the girl's family, the girl's dad and the sister... They're the serial killers? No. Oh. They get murdered. So, the car... They get in the car crash. I know. I'm I'm literally making no sense. But they get into a car crash, and so they get out of the car, and they're like... they The dad tells the daughter, stay in the car. And then the dad, like, they hear something outside, and the dad's gone. <gasps> and so, the other daughter was like, okay, well, I have to go look. Like, I have to go find him. And then no, she's gone. Your first mistake. And then the serial killer, the, the serial killer shows up, and he has murdered the dad and the daughter, and everybody's freaking out, blah 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 blah, and so this girl runs. She drives to this new town, and basically, like, you find out in the end that everybody's dead. Everybody, like, everybody, everybody? Mm -hmm. And basically this town is, like, an in-between from heaven and hell. Yeah. It's, like, um, purgatory. What the heck? And so everybody's just there, and the serial killer ends up being there. And so these kids that are in this town have been chosen. Like, they're the chosen ones to stay and send people to heaven or hell. What in the world? I was not expecting this to win. That yes. makes no sense. It's really good. And so they're trying to find the serial killer the entire time so they can send them to hell. And a bunch of there's a bunch of twists and a bunch of crazy things. And you have to read it. I'm pretty sure it's called Silence or like Broken Silence. What the heck? Yeah. Well. It's crazy. I know none of that made sense and I was just mumbling, but... If it made any sense, you should go read it. My thing about that is, is, like, I I think you would like it. I would probably like it because I do like good versus evil stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I like Frank Peretti 
And I like Ted Decker. (laughs) And they do a lot of like paranormal stuff, but good, I know that good always triumphs. And there's no blurred line between good and evil there. But my thing is, is like when I want like a slasher book, the problem with YA I feel like is there's not just slasher, it's like paranormal slasher. See, there's no paranormal in this. Even though there's like heaven and hell? Yes. How? I know, it doesn't make sense, but it's like... It's like they're in this town, and they're, like, frozen in this in-between. So... See, I don't know, because it sounds paranormal to me. Like, which is It sounds, like... It sounds good. I I would read it. But I think my thing is, is, like, when I want, like, a slasher book, I just want, like, a Mm real-life situation where they're running from this psychopathic killer. And that's what I thought it was going to be. Right. That's what I want. Like, the natural series. Like, that stuff possibly could be believable. Yeah. Like, maybe not all at once, and be like, hey, you're going to need to make some some more. She just wrote wrote, um, another book. Yes. It looks really good. It does look very, very good. Is that truly devious? No, that's not hers. No, it's the Inheritance Games. Is that what it's called? Yes. Who wrote Truly Devious? Why did I Truly Devious is Maureen Johnson. Oh. And I'm about to start the first one. Because you do want to read it. Because we want to talk about it. (laughs) You do want to read it right now. Yeah, you have to read it with me. What are you thinking? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, but anyway. (laughs) My second book, now that I went on a one-hour tangent... Yeah. Uh, this isn't really a slasher. I just had to mention this book because it is kind of like horror-esque. And it's considered like a thriller slash horror YA book. Um, it's called Six Months Later. It's by Natalie Richards. Um, so I'm not going to ruin this one. You're welcome. <laughs> so basically, um, this girl, she's just chilling at school with her friends, blah, blah, blah. It's um, summertime. And she starts feeling groggy in study hall. So she, like, puts her head down. And next thing you know, she's waking up and it's winter. And she doesn't remember anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard of this. You were telling me about it. Yeah. So she doesn't remember anything. Um, Basically, they find out that there's something weird going on with their SAT study group. And that's all I'm going to say, and it's very twisty, and you need to read it if you like um, plot twists. And I'm re- I just bought two more of her books because I'm a book hoarder, and it's fine. But we don't so, have them uh, at the library, but we can probably get them on interlibrary loan. Yeah. Ask. We'll get it for you. We'll hook you up. Don't ask us right now, though. We're the book dealers. Well, it's fine. We'll probably we'll be open by need. the time this releases, I hope. <laughs> yes. So, my next one is called Final Girls, yeah. and this is by, uh, have you read this? No, but I have it on my list. Riley Sager, I think, or Sager. I'm not sure which is which. Is S-A-G-E-R, if you want to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also, this is a national, international bestseller, winner of the 2018 International Thriller Writers Award. Um, so, it's pretty good. Um and also, there's a Hulu series about it now. So, you can watch it on Hulu if you have Hulu. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is a huh. TV show. It's like a horror TV show? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it says, 10 years ago, college student Quincy Carpenter went on vacation with five friends and came back alone. 
well, okay. Your friends were like, <laughs> fine. You're trash to go over to Bye. <laughs> the only survivor of a horror movie scale massacre. In an instant, she became a member of a club no one wants to belong to. <laughs> a group of, that's a one way to say it. <laughs> a group of similar survivors known in the press as the final girls. Lisa, who lost nine sorority sisters to a college dropout's knife. Sam, who went up against the sack man during her shift at the Nightline Inn. And now Quincy, which I love that name. Okay, listen. I do Let like me that name. I wanted to name Hayden Quincy, but Dakota was not about that life. It kind of reminds me of a dog name, but I like do That's like it. That's what he said. It's okay. I want to name Quincy Jones, though. Yeah. I like, want to name my daughter Juniper, so that's all. Juniper, better. Juniper and Quincy. We'll just have yes, that's some kids. Oh and they need to have four yes. kids <laughs> just so they can have cute names. Yes, not because I have the capacity to take care Juniper, of Juniper Lou Vent. Lou, yeah. who's that after? Um, nobody. Anybody? Oh my god, get out of here. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Every time. How cute, how cute is the nickname Judy Lou? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm not calling her that. You're not. Really I'm not calling there. her Judy Lou. I'm not. We have a dog watch, named Junie. Will you watch Judy Lou for the evening? Oh my god. Yes, but I'm not calling her Junie Lou. Call her Judy B. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, I love the name Quincy. So I couldn't name my kid Quincy, so we named a cat Quincy. It's fine. What do I do with all my animals? Why <laughs> wouldn't she name? I'm trying to log into my Hulu to find this, but not I don't working. know my password. Okay, anyway. And now Quincy, who ran bleeding through the woods to escape Pine Cottage and the man she refers to only as him. Ooh, him like on Powerpuff Girls. H-Y-M. H-I-M? H-Y-M-M. <laughs> H-Y-M-M. Him. <laughs> The three girls are all attempting to put their nightmares behind them and, with that, one another. Despite the media's attempts, they never meet. Now Quincy is doing well, maybe even great, thanks to her Xanax prescription. Whoa. She has a caring, almost fiancé, Jeff, a popular baking blog, a beautiful apartment, and a therapeutic presence in Coop. The police officer who saved her... And a therapeutic presence in Coop? The police officer who saved her life all those years ago... Her memory won't even allow her to recall the events of that night. The past is the past. That is until Lisa, the first final girl, is found dead in her bathtub. <gasps> Wristlet. And Sam, the second final girl, appears on Quincy's doorstep, blowing through Quincy's life like a whirlwind. Sam seems intent on making Quincy relive the past with increasingly dire consequences, all of which qu- makes Quincy question why Sam is really seeking her out. And when new details about Lisa's death come to light, Quincy's life becomes a race against time as she tries to unravel Sam's truths, from her lives, evade the police and hungry reporters, and most crucially, remember what really happened at Pine Cottage before what was started 10 years ago is finished. So, I'm wondering, because there was a movie <clears throat> on, I think, I don't know if it's on Netflix or if it was just uh, like a red box movie that I rented. Yeah. It was called The Final Girls. And it kind of sounds similar to that. I don't know. All I know is that Final Girls is... Yes, it's on Showtime. You, well, if you have the fancy Hulu, I guess you don't have to pay for it, but. I don't have fancy Hulu. I don't have fancy Hulu either, but it's Bob on fancy Hulu. How am I supposed to watch it now? I don't know, because oh, now I can't Hulu. even watch it. Oh, this is what I do. Um, I'm probably going to get, like, arrested for this, but it's Stop. fine. Um, I make an email. I make a fake email, and then I'm like, of course I want to subscribe to Hulu Live free for a month. 
and then I cancel it because I'm that person. Well, bravo. Side note. Not condoning it. Yeah, please don't. Just <laughs> suggesting it. Please don't. Don't do that. We're going to get our butts busted. <laughs> That's your Just book. kidding, guys. I don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. No, nah, I'm pretty sure I can't get in trouble for that, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, I have my slasher. My go-to, like, slasher book, like, OG throwback. R.L. Stein Fear Street books. Not the Goosebumps. Like, the hardcore, like, Fear Street slasher books. <gasps> I love them. I used to buy, like, boxes of, like, 45 off of eBay for, like, 30 bucks. And now they're worth, like, so much money that I would have to sell my foot to buy one. <laughs> but seriously, these are the greatest books of all time. If they're all scary. If you can get your scary. hands on them in a thrift, thrift store, you're coming up pretty great. Because, like, yes. on eBay, they're, like, $150 for a book. It's, yeah. It's pretty And insane. I sold them all for 50 cents, so regrets that's why you never sell your books guys that's why no matter what your husband says don't go and pawn your books off at the bookshop because you need more space in the house there's no such thing yeah sit on them make them into a couch janice downstairs always likes to tell everybody that my house is made of books (laughs) and that i sit on a bed of books and (laughs) that my chair is made of books it's not wrong she's not wrong yeah it happens (laughs) it's fine the more books, the mil- the better. Like, books are power. All right, listen to me. Books are love. Books are everything. Books. Readers are leaders, ladies and gentlemen. That's I your bit of wisdom. I want to be buried with my books. Just, like, dump all my books. Like, you don't even need to put me in a casket. Just, like, throw me in a hole, dump all my books in, call it a day. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, Can I go through no, no, first? No. I'm going to be cremated <laughs> and, with all like, your books? made into a book. Can like, my that? ashes pressed together and like or if your ashes were the ink of the book <gasps> yes you i can give you my ashes well i won't give them to you because i'll be dead but i'll do it for you you can put them in ink they do it with tattoos yeah and then you can that so just nolan can sanitary. get you on his back in real life <laughs> just the words just the word you and my ashes <laughs> no it has to be samantha in massive letters I don't know where Here he's going to fit that Samantha. now that I think of it. Because I think you told me. Well, wherever he can fit space, yeah. he's going to have on Samantha. On the bottom of his foot. On the bottom of his foot in your, like, ashes. And then I'm going to take the rest of your ashes and I'm going to write the story of your life and put them on a book. And then read them at my funeral. Read it all. Yes. All 857 volumes. Yes. Okay. Right. Put that in writing. Deal. Doing it. My turn? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so this is another one that we're supposed to read together. Camp Slaughter by Sergio Gomez. And it wouldn't be a Halloween special if Bethann didn't bring up something about a cannibal. Because exactly. Bethann is a cannibal. Exactly. It's fine. It's just local legend around here. Anyway, not a cannibal, but... I can neither confirm nor deny. You're going to be like in 20 years, you're going to be on <laughs> Hayden's podcast about the local cannibals. <laughs> My mom. The trauma. Was, the trauma I faced growing up. I had to go through this. <laughs> I so. Me and baby Sammy. <laughs> People 
people are really gonna think I am. I'm really not. The FBI is gonna get involved, and then yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna look stupid. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> fine. I'm really not a cannibal. It's just because I know so much about cannibals. Yeah, and I love about reading that. about them. I don't know why. It's just very interesting to me. I, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a cannibal. I don't do it. It's horrible. Don't eat people. It just makes me want like the psychological repercussions. The physical repercussions of eating human beings. Like, what would make somebody want... And what starts that? Like, what in your brain triggers you to want to devour a human being? Like, what psychological problems do you have? Like, or to consume yourself. Like, that is so intriguing to me. Like, why somebody would want to be that kind of a monster. You know, you my skin. Is that the start to cannibalism? That... Go like research leash leash niacin syndrome, and they argue that everybody has those types of trigger responses in your body for that syndrome. And like when you're born with this DNA, like modif- your DNA modified in that way, like you literally devour yourself. Like it's your whole goal of your hands. Like your hands are have the mind of their own, and like you literally this one boy like and they can't help it. He has to have his hands tied down because he literally ripped out half of his face, his own face. And he couldn't make himself stop. And he he screamed out to the nurses to have them hold him down because he couldn't stop trying to kill himself. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen, ever ever read. And they have pictures of it. Like if you read Crisis in the Red Zone by um, Richard Preston, I think is, his, is the guy's name. That's crazy. It is the most interesting disease. And they don't know much about it. And what's... The craziest thing about the anomaly of the disease is that it's not the same kind of problem. It doesn't, it's not identical in everybody's DNA. Mm-hmm. What causes the trigger for them to have the syndrome, it looks different in everyone. So one That's wrong creepy. thing, yeah, it is nuts. And it's like their hands literally, or like they'll say that their hands will tell them to hurt themselves or to hurt you, mm-hmm. but it's just the disease talking. They're like very manipulative people. It's crazy. Like, like the actual author goes, it's a nonfiction book. The actual author goes and finds two men and interviews them about the disease. And it's such a crazy insight into that world. Mm-hmm. And, like, what makes you cannibalistic to yourself. Or the fact that, like, they'll bite their tongues off, like, eat their tongues. Ugh. And, like, it's nuts. It's nuts. Or, like, Gross. people like Hannibal Lecter. Like, what makes somebody want to eat people? Why? Like, what makes you that kind of a monster? I don't know. So yeah, that is cool. See, that's why. Well, it's like it's cool in a weird kind. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it without <laughs> sounding absolutely insane. Yeah. So anyway, cancel. <laughs> um, segue into cannibals. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, you should read Camp Slaughter and now Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, go watch it. Um, my favorite one is the remake of the original. Um, it's with, oh, uh, her name is, let me look it up real quick. So while I'm looking it up, if you don't know what Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, it's just basically about this cannibalistic family. It's based off of a true story about this man named Ed Gein, and he actually lived in Wisconsin, um, and he would kill people and he would like make stuff out of their like skin and their bones yeah so my favorite one is the one with 
her name is Jessica Beale. Yes, she is in the remake of the like the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's the 2003 version. And I literally I love this movie so much. Like it's it's so creepy. Like I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do in that kind of situation. Like obviously these kids idea. these kids go to this um they're going on a road trip and basically like all hell breaks loose and this people are getting chainsawed and they get taken to this abandoned house and they are being held hostage and people they're trying to escape and their friends are getting murdered. It's almost like the book called House by Ted Decker and Frank Peretti. They cooperate together and it's about these people trapped in a house that mirrors their the darkest sins of their souls. I think I murdered. literally heard somebody talking about that the other day. It is a great book. It's amazing and it's so creepy. If you really love supernatural horror, I need to read that. It's really good. It's good. Yeah, but this I really 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 like this movie and it's probably my top favorite slasher movie. So then next is the One of Us is Lying books. So and it's so it's One of Us is Lying, One of Us is Next, and Two Can Keep a Secret, and they're all by um, Karen M. McManus. Mm-hmm. And um, these are also, which I didn't know that they were actually considered slashers. I didn't either. But they are. Um, and these are actually pretty popular books right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, I would recommend that you guys go and pick those up and see um, what makes them slashers and try them out. Because maybe that will help you pick it up if you realize that it is a slasher. Yeah, I need to read it. I've seen it on the shelf. And I did that with the naturals. (laughs) Side note to the naturals. I saw naturals on the shelf so many times and I never picked it up because I didn't like how how it looked. And that's what how I think about the one of us is lying too. It says it basically describes it as Pretty Little Liars meets the Breakfast Club. Oh, and I don't like so Pretty Little Liars. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, okay. I I mean it's all right, but like maybe the mix of it, like with the yeah. high school scenario and like the killer and all that, maybe maybe that will help. Good. Yeah. I'll try it. Try it out and let me know what you think. Next. Might be on our DNF podcast. <laughs> It, it might be. I have a lot of those, unfortunately, this year. I don't know what it is about 2020, but 2020 is... 2020 is messing a up. A literal dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, oh, so I discovered this Netflix series um, probably uh, two, three years ago. I think they've made three seasons now. Um, it's a scre- It's called Scream, and it's a Netflix series based off of like the movie. And it's basically just every series, or yeah, every, that's what it would be called, season. Every season is different, and there's always like, it's like a guess the killer type thing. Kind of how like the OG Scream movie is. So basically it's just like these group of high school kids and all their friends and people around them are being killed and it's by ghost space killer and they're trying to figure out who it is and it always ends up being one of the main characters hmm. and I really liked the last season that they just did I haven't seen any of that 
Yeah, it's good. Watch out, debauchery. Debauchery. So the next one that I have written down is called Ten by Gretchen McNeil. And this is about these ten teens on a three-day weekend on an island and a killer that gets I checked them. that out. Oh, you did? I never read it, though. Oh, my gosh, you should have. I was book hoarding, and I panicked, and I returned everything. Ugh, book hoarding. What a crap. I'm going to check it out again, dang it. You should, because what happens is, is they find a DVD with a scary message that says, Vengeance is mine, and then things get really bad, and they have to find this killer. Huh. So it's almost like a I Know What You Did Last Summer-esque read which yeah scary movie yeah and they're all stuck on that island right like they can't get off the island obviously <gasps> God, let's read it it's like what's that movie uh the tom hanks movie oh um <laughs> what is that movie called where he has wilson yeah it's like <laughs> it's like horror movie wilson horror movie reminds me kind of like Nick Cutter's book The Troop which you're supposed to also read (laughs) but this one is about biological warfare and it's about these um, boys this troop of um, boy scouts on this island with their troop leader for the week a weekend of like survival without technology and this infected man who's been um, um, what, what do they call what do they call that like scientifically like he's like a lab rat basically get escapes the lab and goes to this island and spreads this biological weapon to these kids and basically a lot of people die in these in the most gruesome ways i've ever seen in my entire life if you want to read a book and almost throw up every other page because it is so creepily disgusting and horrifying and if you want to delve into the mind of, like, a killer, mm-hmm. like, just, it is the craziest book I've ever read, ever. Like, I don't even know how to describe it to you. Just read The Truth by Nick Cutter. It, it's a new book, too. It's doing it. I read it in three days, and that's saying a lot for me. It is. And it was so gripping and disgusting and so turn page. Like, I still think about that book, and, like, I can't even look at noodles the same way. Do I want to ask why? Because the biological weapon are these worms that devour you from the inside out. Ugh. And they pour out of every or- orifice of your body. Gross. It is, and they make you into this monster. Like, it literally is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Ugh. And it also has this, like, dichotomy. Um, and it talks about how, like, there's not just real parasites in the world, but they're, like, humans are parasites, too. Yeah. And it's this, it just makes you think so deep beyond what it is. Contemplating life. Honestly, you you have to read it. That's how the that's how the show Lucifer. We just started watching Lucifer. That's how Lucifer makes me feel. Like good and evil, like what it really is. Yeah, because then they bring in the whole concept of so Lucifer gets cast down from Earth. I mean, cast down from heaven, not because God was like, "You're bad, go away," but (laughs) but because. he was sent to punish bad people. Oh. So it's this whole concept of how the devil, like, people perceive the devil as being bad, but really he is 
doing bad to bad people type of thing. Mm. It's good. interesting. It is. It's an interesting perspective. It reminds perspective. me of um, Even the Bones. Have you ever read that book? Mm-hmm. I'm halfway through it right now, and it's about a girl who works for the black market, and she cuts bodies up and sells them on the black market with her mother. Oh. And her realizing that she's the bad guy and how the line between good and evil is so blurred. She's like, oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> Dang it. Well, she... <laughs> Dang it, mom! <laughs> it's not quite like that. It. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, she has done this all her life. Though, like it's all she knows. She's homeschooled and everything. Like, just explaining the place. Did you do this? Yeah, yeah but this, this I mean, is not wrong. okay. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a really good book. It's also a web comic. If you, you need to send it to me. Yes, yeah, so you, you should read the web comic too. They are illustrating it. And making it a graphic novel, and it's pretty good. It's a very interesting it. concept. It's cool. If you like black market stuff and like espionage, dark web. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So good. That's pretty much all of my mentions I got for my slashers. Yeah, I got a few more, but uh, I guess I'll honorable mention them. Kill River um, by Rubik and Halloween Party by Agatha Christie is also an honorable mention. That's supposedly a slasher. So if you're like an Agatha Christie fan, um, and you want to pick that up, doesn't she write cozy mysteries? Um, not they're not that cozy. So not cozy mysteries. Not like they're peanut butter murder. No, she is definitely just hardcore mystery. Okay. Um, but she's like the OG mystery writer. Uh, Yeah, I think she did mystery. I just didn't know like what kind. Yeah, and it's very odd to me that this would pop up in my search for slashers. Yeah. So if you want to pick that up, since it's called Halloween Party and Halloween's coming up, let us know what you think about it off of yes. books at khcfield.org. Let us know what you think about all of these things and tell us what your favorite, favorite slasher films, <laughs> books, games. Games. <laughs> Yeah. Just let us know what your spooky reads are right now. Um, yeah, because that season is upon us, unfortunately. Yeah. And we'll be coming at you next week with another one more episode, I think. Of yeah, Frozen S- Charlotte's next week. Spooky seasons. We're doing a book review, I yes. believe. Um, and that'll uh, that'll tickle your fancy. Uh, yeah. Sure, tickle mine at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yay! <laughs> myself i couldn't get through the week it's it's fine it's fine um if you want a horror book and and you don't know what to pick up wait until next week (laughs) when we talk to you about that book oh god come talk to me at the library and i will give you all of the gory deets deets books and you can watch me cower in fear and cry as i remember i'll take you through their stacks and be like read this read this read this and you'll be like (laughs) Okay, no. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> this girl's weird. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us, and yeah. we will see you next week. Peace Ooh. out. Bye.